All right, we are live. We are live here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am here with my new friend, Nancy Jutton, and she is here for us on this episode to tell us how we can create a professional business bio that attracts clients in virtual speaking gigs. Big speaking gigs, should I say. And I'm curious, Nancy, can you actually help us do that and, and build better, better, a better business because of it? Yeah, I absolutely can. I'm proof positive of it, and I have hundreds and hundreds, even thousands of clients that would tell you that the tips that we're about to talk about can actually open the doors that they've been pounding on to so they can start attracting connections, clients, and cash. I love it. I can't wait. We're going we're gonna to see what she can do for us today on this excep exceptional episode of The Authority Project. All right, we're back here and we're going to get started right now. But before we really get into the good stuff here, Nancy, can you tell us, first of all, who you are per personally and then professionally? Sure. I'm a wife, a mom, a dog lover, and someone who grew up in the shadow of a Hollywood personality whose job it was to get booked on television and movie sets so that he could make his way in the world. And why that's important and meaningful to our conversation here today is when you are a creative person and you, your upside is determined by whether or not a casting director says you're the one that gets the job, well, that's a very disempowering place to stand. And as a kid growing up in Southern California in the shadow of all the wealth and opulence of California and the movie industry, there is a very clean line between the haves and the have nots. Mm. And so while it sounds as though it would be very glamorous to grow up with a movie star, quote unquote, it was actually very challenging economically because sometimes there would be more than enough. And more often than not, we'd be clipping coupons and wondering where the next grocery basket was going to be coming from. And so what did I learn from that? I never wanted to be beholden to anyone who would prevent me from being able to make money at any time throughout my life. And so as a speaker, as an author, as a uh, expert, we all have the power to speak more on demand if we want to. And today there's so many virtual platforms from which we can broadcast our brilliance and share our message that that to me is an incredibly empowering place to stand and I want to help as many speakers, experts and authors have that power, especially now, given this scenario we find ourselves in, in the shadow of the COVID pandemic situation. I love, I it. love it. I love, I it. love and it. And I want to, I go, want to go, I'm not sure if we have an echo here. You hear echo? I don't. Maybe it's just Maybe me. Just me. Uh, uh, okay. I don't okay, want to hear echo. echo. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, we're going to continue. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that does not in the in the in the atmosphere there. But so I'm I'm just going to go right into it and, and tell you. Um, can you just go into your story? Because I I read a little bit of, of your book here, and I am very 
there's a lot there um, that <laughs> you've gone through. And I, I just want you to share that with the audience, first of all, about, you know, a, a little bit where you've been and where it, where it brought you to this place. All right. Profession. Well, growing up with a dad in the Hollywood industry, you know, I think I learned what it was like to um, be in the company of people who wanted to be in the spotlight. And so it was just a natural progression that I learned how to become a world-class publicist, standing behind really powerful people who wanted to be seen, heard, and celebrated in the media and in the movies and wherever else they wanted to be seen. And so the early part of my career, I owned a public relations agency that that was my job. Let me stand behind the powerful people and help them get seen on the media that matter for their message. And I saw how important it was to them to have that and how important they wanted to be made to feel. And I was incredibly gifted at doing that because I grew up with someone that as soon as I was old enough to talk, I knew yeah. that that was the way I had to survive in that household, right? Yeah, right, right. So I have this very successful PR firm and I'm working with Roger Staubach and Vern Yip and David Bromstad and big names like this, the Seattle Chocolate Company, uh, Franz Chocolate Company, really good name companies here in the Pacific wow. Northwest and beyond. But what happened was there was the Great Recession and that was about 2008 and public relations all of a sudden didn't seem to be such an urgent requirement. And the bottom line was we had just bought a dream home. We couldn't sell the home we left. I was worried about how I was going to be able to pay the mortgage. And it yeah. was this fear of embarrassment. Like, how am I going to make money? Because the bottom dropped out. And a friend dared me to write a book. She said, you're so great at helping people's bios be brilliant. Why don't you write a book about it? Right. And I did, and Bye Bye Boring Bio Workbook came out in 2009 and the second edition in 2010. And bottom line, when I made it, when it debuted and I shared it with my very small email list on that very fateful day, I hit send, I said a little prayer, I went out to walk the dog, and when I came back, you have an order, you have an order, you have an order, you have an order. It was enough to pay the mortgage. Wow. And my husband and I had this little happy dance. And then we had this huge sigh of relief. And then he said, you know, Nancy, I think you're onto something. I think you should build on this and help people broadcast their brilliance and make their bios better so that they can have control over their destiny. So I subsequently built a multiple six-figure business where I would guide people to do exactly that. And that's how Bye Bye Boring Bio was born. And here we are, it's 2020, yeah. and I took the opportunity to use the shelter-in-place order to create the 2020 version of the workbook that's in service to speakers, experts, and authors who want to make connections, create, uh, uh, attract clients, and make more money. And they want to do it virtually. And so just last week, the preview to the book debuted on Amazon in the number one bestseller category in four different categories. And here we are about 10 days later and it's still number one. Nice. So I think I've definitely hit an issue that is urgent for speakers, experts, and authors to address. And I'm addressing it beautifully in a book that's getting 
five-star reviews on Amazon, and I can't wait for even more people to benefit from it because I think it is an answer to a prayer. Awesome. I love it. So let me ask you this. So I'm sure I know, I think you saw, said a little bit, little bit about this in the book where you heard some of the outcries of speakers who lost all of their gigs and a lot of speakers are like, okay, what do I do now? And so what's happening now is that virtual speaking is coming to be all the rage, right? Mm-hmm. Because of the challenges of COVID-19 pandemic. What ways are, are, are what, what's working right now well for today's speakers, experts, and authors to raise their voices and make their impact and make money, most importantly, in this virtual, you know, virtual new space that we're living in now? Well, I'll tell you what's working. There's two things I want to talk about. Number one is as a speaker, expert, and author, if you're lucky enough and have been smart and strategic enough to build a community of your own through a Facebook group, a newsletter list, or some other platform, you have the opportunity any day of the week to speak more, share a message, extend invitations, and convert prospects to clients. And if you want to speak more and you have those platforms well established, you can do that today and start making magic happen in your business. The second piece of that is there are thousands and thousands of podcasts that are looking for guests just like you. And if you know what it is that your topic of impact is, you can search for podcasts that address that particular podcast, that particular topic, and you can pitch yourself as a, as a guest. And the beautiful thing is if you make a pitch the host cannot resist, you are speaking to an embedded audience of subscribers who are also interested in that subject matter. And if you do a great job delivering your message to the people who are listening, you can ping pong them back into your world with a lead magnet or an invitation to join your Facebook group or a request to ask to do business with you or have a consultation. And what do you know? You have a new lead that quickly can become a paying client. And here again, it's that very empowering place to stand if you want to be seen heard and celebrated and ultimately compensated speak often from the platforms where you're already playing and then see about pitching your expertise to the podcasters and the broadcasters that are right for your message and you may have yourself a bonanza of new opportunity that you can convert into cash awesome awesome so so it sounds great great nancy nancy (laughs) So, but say if we get to this point where somebody who's listening to this, they they take your advice. So, you know, I'm going to go start doing some podcast guesting and really try, try to do this the right way. How can they be best prepared when the opportunity comes their way to make sure that they make the best impact possible? Well, I'd love to answer that with a quick little story that brings the point home in a brilliant way, even if I do say so myself. Awesome. <laughs> Go ahead. First Go ahead. off, I, w- I want to share this, this mindset that I would like everyone to take on. What if today you made the decision that you're going to be ready for big opportunity and you're going to be- believe and behave as if the most important media outlet, podcast host, or television show was to reach out to you tomorrow? If you took down that mindset and you had that belief and that knowing, how would that change the way you show up in all the things that you do? 
And so with that as a preamble, I have been like the gal who wanted to be ready for opportunity before it knocked my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an A student. I'm the kind of gal that gets things done. And I've always had my media one sheet ready, uh-huh. my how to book Nancy for a radio show link ready to go. I've always had my sound bites ready to share. I've always had my photos ready to share with a host at any given moment. I want to be a total professional at hello because how you do everything is how you do anything. And so there was this one day that I was actually taking a vacation day and I'm laying on a beach in sunny San Diego on a lounge chair and I've got my Oprah magazine over here and I've got my Brene Brown book over there and I've got this tall glass of iced tea with a mint leaf and I can feel the trade winds blowing and the sun is shining and it's a beautiful thing. I'm just breathing in and breathing out and thinking I can't wait to see what Oprah knows for sure. Mm. And the phone rings and it's national public radio. Wow. And you can just imagine like the blood is coursing through my veins you know, hi, this is Nancy. How can I help you? Hi, I'm Mary Smith. I'm from National Public Radio. Mm. <laughs> oh, well, how nice to meet you. What can I do for you? She says, our guest on how to be an expert in your field scheduled for tomorrow at nine o'clock has canceled. I did a Google search and found you online. You're exactly the guest we need. Can you stand in for this guest and deliver your magic so we can have a brilliant show? Mm. And I say, I'd be delighted. <laughs> and then I say, in, in a matter of minutes, I will have for you my headshot, an image of my book cover, the five questions I love to be asked when I'm interviewed, a short bio to make it easy for you to introduce me. Is there anything else I can do to make this a great experience for you and an even better experience for your national audience? And then there's this long pause and then she laughs and she says, will you please teach the world to do what you just did? Wow. I love it. (laughs) And, and it was like, wow, I was ready for opportunity before it knocked. Even in my bathing suit, I was able to go to my phone and quickly find what she needed, Mm. send it off and then continue reading what I know for sure from Oprah in my magazine. It wasn't an 11th hour scramble. It wasn't a, Oh my gosh, I'm not ready. It was, it was like, I'm ready. Right. And so my headline for anyone who's listening today and for you too, as you build your authority is drop out of the getting ready to get ready club, make Mm. the decision to do it today and believe and behave as if the most influential person is going to invite you to their program tomorrow. Because when you change the way you approach this upside that's waiting, everything changes. All of a sudden, you are the media darling that they can't wait to book. You're the one that they talk about as being such a great guest. You're the one that they're happy to refer to other people because birds of a feather fly together. And if you do a great job on a podcast and the host says, oh, my gosh, I just had the most amazing guest. You should have her on your program. Here's her name. This is what she talked about. One good podcast leads to the next podcast. And all of a sudden, you're like this it person. And how empowering is that? Right? That's that's amazing stuff. We got people who are already cheering you on already. They like what you're saying already. 
Yay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm already blown away already. So that I mean, you sound like you're on it, right? But everyone else who's maybe watching is not not there yet, Nancy. We're not there. So can you can you help us create some simple tools and systems yes, around that so yeah. that we are ready for this guest when we get booked? Please, please tell yes. us. Okay. For the purposes of this example, shall we assume that the folks want to get booked on podcasts as soon as possible? Yeah, let's let's try that. Let's go there. Okay, that's let's a, try yeah. that. Yeah. If that's what you want, I want you to take out a pen and paper and just make a note. There's something called a media one sheet. And I'm going to hold one up right now. It's a one sheet of paper. It's got your headshot. It has who you are as a headline. It has 50 words of a bio about why you are a brilliant expert to bring to their program. It shows your top three best topics that mm. you can bring to light that will be riveting, provocative, compelling, and worth making an appointment to listen for. And then if you can find two amazing testimonials or words of praise from people who have heard you speak and say brilliant things about you, please include them. This could be comments from a podcast guest or an audience member who heard you speak. And then most importantly, include your phone number, your email, and your links to your social media so that a potential guest, potential host rather, can say, oh, let me see what she looks like on social. Yeah. When you have a media one sheet ready to go, you are already prepared at hello. And so sometimes you'll see like on some of these Facebook groups that are about podcasting, I'm looking for a guest who can talk about overcoming grief in the age of COVID-19. If you are a grief expert, you could respond instantaneously to this person and say, I saw your post. I'd be delighted to be a guest. And my particular point of view about grief in the age of COVID-19 is X, Y, and Z. Here's a link to my media one sheet. I can't wait to continue the conversation on the air. Yeah. Simple, conversational, as a manner of creating a relationship. But all of a sudden, the person says, you're the guest I've been looking for. May I send you a link? Let's get this thing scheduled. But if you don't have this basic blueprint, if you will, figured out, like, who are you? What do you talk about? Yeah. And have clarity about where your message belongs, you're kind of stuck at the front door. <laughs> and so okay. you might be thinking about, well, what is my expertise? And I'm just going to play with you, for example. Brian, you are someone who leads a podcast and a live stream called The Authority Project. Project. Yep. Your podcast is about gaining and building authority so that people can make all kinds of money and have a big impact in the world, right? Correct. So you could go to Google and you could search for the top 100 podcasts about building authority. Mm. And you could start there and see which ones you could listen to, decide if it would be a perfect fit for your message. 
reach out to the host to suggest a unique point of view about what you have to share and why it's different and compelling from anything else they've spoken about, mm. and then make it easy for them to book you. And the more pitches you put out that demonstrate that you have seen, heard, and celebrated that podcast and know for sure that you are a perfect guest, the more likely it is that you will be selected to be on the show. And you, you have to put in a little work to get the great reward, but that's real life. And if you like to talk for a living, podcasts are a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. So we have, I'm not sure how long you can stay, but uh, <laughs> I, I, what do you want to know? <laughs> well, I, I know because I want to get, I want to get into the bio, but I want to get into some, some, some things that, are, that, are, that we have to address because you don't just want to go to a podcast, podcast and do your thing with that and not have somewhere for people to go. So, what role does an irresistible lead magnet play in the process? I know it's very important. Can you tell us just to tell us what that's about? Sure. You know, you don't just go on a podcast to talk. You start with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. What is the one action you most want the listeners or the viewers to take as a direct result of having the privilege of getting to hear and see and celebrate you during that show? If you really love that person who was on the show, you as a listener are going to say, I want to follow up with that person. I think I need to be part of their Facebook community, or I think I want to go rush to get their Amazon best-selling preview, or I want to join their Be The Podcast Dream Guest Challenge, or whatever the op opportunity is that's forthcoming. But if, if you don't have an invitation to extend at the end of the podcast, the airwaves just came and went and you didn't get to ping pong anyone back into your world. Right. So start with the end in mind and ask yourself, what is the number one thing I want the listeners to do as a result of having the opportunity to hear my message today? And then be sure to mention it at the end so that people know what to do. Because if you don't, you, you've missed an opportunity to turn a listener into a lead and a lead that could be nurtured into a connection that could one day very soon become a client. Yeah. So an irresistible lead magnet would be something, it could be, I'm gonna go low tech on you. Mm -hmm. Some people say, I don't even have one. What do I do right. in that case? Exactly. <laughs> you can say, call me at 1-800 callbrian.com, you know, right. my phone number is 1-800-CALL-BRIAN. Can't wait to talk to you. I love it. You can, if you're driving the car or multitasking, oh, it's 1-800-CALL-BRIAN. I'm going to call Brian and I'm going to see if I can get on his calendar. Nice. I love if that. You, and that's for people who don't have an, any way to um, bring them into their world. But like, for example, and I'll just mention something that I have. I have the preview of the Bye Bye Boring Bio 2020 workbook, which went Amazon number one bestseller last week in four categories. Big surprise, it's available to you as a free download if you're excited to learn how to catapult your boring bio into really great, brilliant blockbuster status. And if you mm -hmm. want to check it out as my gift to you, you can go to buybyeboringbio.com and simply enter your name and email address. And what do you know? The gift will arrive in your inbox moments later. 
and you'll get value and I'll have the opportunity to connect with you subsequently to see if maybe there's more that I could do to support you. Isn't that awesome? So you want to have a relevant, congruent gift to share with the audience that they can't wait to go get because they got so much value and they liked you so well during the, the show that they can't wait to have some more. That's what an irresistible lead magnet can do when you're on a podcast. If you don't yet have one, 1-800-CALL-BRIAN is a good opportunity. You can ask for one of those. Don't let not having a, an official opt-in page stop you from speaking up on a podcast. Just yeah. grow as, as you can. And remember that the more people that are following you officially by granting you permission to email to them and reach out to them, the more power you have to bring more revenue into your business because at any given time you can offer a sale or have a special event and have people be called to part with their money to have the, the benefit of working with you. And that's really what we all need to do a whole lot more of, especially in COVID-19 situation that we find ourselves. I love it. I love that. That is, that is, I love that advice right there for, <laughs> for the audience here. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you now, cause I want to get into the, to the bio thing. Can you either give us like, like one simple tweak or maybe some steps or whatever you, you want to, we don't want to take this or maybe one big tweak or maybe some steps you can take that really can make a small impact, maybe a big impact to people's bios right now. If that's okay. Well, all right. So you know how every six months you're supposed to change the smoke, the battery and your smoke detector in your house so that the house doesn't burn down in a fire? Yes. If it's been more than six months since you looked at your bio, all of your bios on social media, on your about me page, everywhere you show up on LinkedIn, if it's been more than six months, please decide today that you will take a second look and ask yourself, is the bio that's online today telling the truth about who I am, mm -hmm. who I serve, the wow that I deliver, and some something personal and distinct about who you are that can make an instant connection. Wow. If it's not telling the truth as you know it as it today, take the opportunity to revise it to reflect what's true and of service right now. And in terms of one particular differentiating quality, sometimes people just, you know, if you've been working with a web designer, they'll say, oh, I need 50 words for your bio. Can you provide them for me? And you treat it as a box to check, but you don't really <laughs> think about what you're saying. Yeah. That's a mistake because the about us page on most websites is among the most visited. And if people land there and they see boilerplate instead of really great, mm -hmm. they're going to run forest run in the opposite direction. So instead of schlepping it together as a box to check, what if you treated those 50 words like they really counted? I'll give you an example. My husband is a certified financial planner who helps busy professional people manage their money so they can do more of what they love. And at the very top of his bio, it says, people hire me for my head, trust me for my heart, and value me most when I use both. Wow. I'm Steve Jutton, certified financial planner. One <laughs> sassy soundbite at the top of the bio creates a wow reaction like, 
I feel like this is the guy I've been looking for all my life. I love his heart. I love his head. I love that I can trust him. And then when you read about what he's up to, this is who I am. This is who I serve. Our ideal client is someone who, if this, you know, whatever, but it isn't always about you. It's what you can do for others that will make your bio client attracting. And I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is thinking that it's all about them. Think first about what outcome you want and make sure the words and the music match so that you can create a symphony of prosperity with whoever it is that you you link arms with to do business with going forward. I love it. So that's, that's perfect. <laughs> Everything you said, I think the only thing that I've, I've ran into a, 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 a concern about that is characters. Oh, right. If you know, because right. I mean, you know, LinkedIn will have so many characters. Instagram will have so many characters. Facebook has very little characters that you can use. How, how, so how, do, we, how do we deal with that? Right. There you go. That's the question. <laughs> okay. So, Justin, I'm just going to the pages of my oh, book because yeah. I actually yeah. have a chapter on that. And I want to be – no, no, it's okay. I just want to be That, that just came out of my head just right now. Just, just, just yeah, just about that. one second here. It says a few characters about Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So just yeah. turn on the page here. Just give me a second because this is sure. a good thing to be talking about. Thank you. Thank you so much because that is – I, yeah, I'm, brevity is beautiful. And, and the fewer the characters, <laughs> the more you have to make every every character count. So on Facebook, your bio for Facebook allows 101 characters. Mm. Not 101 words, 101 characters. Yeah. Twitter allows 160 and Instagram allows 150. Okay. So if I'm going to just play with this, like we're just... Yeah, yeah. Brian, the last name is... Arnold. Brian Arnold. Arnold, founder, The Authority Project. Uh, seeking talk, seeking A-list guests oh. for his podcast. Uh, dad, husband, man about town. Like, I, I don't know that. you very well, but, <laughs> yeah. but what, what do you want? You know, if you are someone who wants to be and who considers yourself an awesome podcast guest, then put that in your bios for social media. So people yeah. go, oh, I'm looking for a guest. I wonder what he talks about. Yeah. Shake it up a little bit so that it's it's interesting to people. And also make sure that all the music matches. Like if I go to see about you on LinkedIn and then yeah. I go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Am I getting a similar message in terms of tone and flavor and personality? Mm -hmm. And when I go to your website, is it consistent? Because sometimes, I heard someone say this, um, sometimes we do t we're guilty of doing too many things. Mm -hmm. We wear too many hats and we confuse people wherever we go because they don't know what our primary thing is. Yeah. So if your primary thing is I'm a CPA that helps people get their taxes done on time with a smile every time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now at least right. I know like right. today is a day for taxes right. um, because I just achieved Amazon number one bestseller status on this new book. Bye bye boring bio 2020. My Facebook 
and other social media profiles are highlighting that because right. that's something that I'm excited about. So get dressed for the opportunities that you want right now and keep, you know, it's not, what is it? Um, I can't remember who said this, but it was one of those things like, if I had more time, I would have written you a shorter letter. <laughs> because yeah. if, if you, if you, if you don't have a lot of time, you can just throw a lot of words on paper and just call it good, but it really won't be that great. Yeah. The shorter the length, the more time it takes to get it nailed. And so I would just say, look at all your bios. Are they telling the truth as it stands right now? Do you have bio pride or do you have bio shame? And if you want some bio pride, Think about how you can update and upgrade your message to be relevant, packed with personality, with a point of view, and also with a call to action. Where can people go to learn more? Because yeah. if people get ping pong back to your world, well, that's a lead that could one day soon become a client that brings cash. I love it. And everything you just said just now opened up so many different things in my head. <laughs> um, I that was amazing what you just did for me because I've, oh, I've been struggling, especially with LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, so so one of the things about my book, by the way, um, I actually interviewed a LinkedIn expert, and we did an hour long interview, step by step, how to upgrade and update and optimize your LinkedIn profile so that you can show up like a brilliant winner at Hello. And that that interview is included within the full workbook that is is oh, coming soon. Okay. And, and I feel like I can share a link to it, uh, the interview, it's really, really good. So many people, little, little tip about LinkedIn, there's millions and millions of people there and the average income of a LinkedIn profile holder is considerably higher than the average annual income of someone on Facebook. So if you have not been paying attention to LinkedIn, that one single fact alone should open your eyes and have you running over there to see how you can show up like a pro at hello on LinkedIn, because more people have more money there that they can, they have the discretion to invest wisely in products, services, and programs, just like the ones you might be offering today. Yeah, I love it. That is, that is perfect. Perfect. So I'm, I'm going to ask you one question that I ask all of my guests, and then we're going to ask the final question after this. But we want to be like Nancy, okay? <laughs> we want to be like Nancy Jutton. Can, can you tell us how, in your profession, how someone can, can, can do what you do and be an authority at it? What were the, what were the steps you, that you took to be where you are today? That's a hard question. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's a hard question or not, but how did you come, come authority basically in your field? Well, true story. Having been a publicist for other very successful people, I knew and know how to ring the bell to make noise for others. That's a unique skill set that I developed over many years. But here was my my come to Jesus moment, if you will. Yeah. I started to have publicity envy for the clients that I was serving. If I could do so much from behind the scenes, what would happen if I was in front of the camera? What then? 
So this one day, I actually did a Google search looking for my name to see what would come up. And it said, wait for it. <laughs> Nancy runs 10K races really slowly. Oh. <laughs> I was like completely invisible aside from my race times. I was so busy promoting other people that I never put myself first. And I thought to myself, if I'm so good at building buzz for other people, maybe it's time to put that talent to work for myself. So when I wrote Bye Bye Boring Bio, I did press releases. I got I got involved in telesummits. I did call swaps with people of significant influence. I got involved in joint venture partnerships. I got myself booked on radio, television, uh, podcast, blog, blog talk radio. Mm -hmm. I just got crazy about getting known and getting paid. And now if you Google Bye Bye Boring Bio or Nancy Jutton, you will see that tens of thousands of references and photographs <laughs> and everything point to me. So if anybody's wondering like, what does this lady do? And is she been around for a while? And can I trust and believe that she is the real thing that she portrays herself to be? There's no arguing how easy it is for people to find me. And those race times, they, you could probably find them if you dig long enough. But the cool <laughs> thing about running a long race is that if you keep your eye on the ball and you keep doing what you're doing and being of service and delivering value, you will, one good interview will lead to the next interview. You will become a thought leader. You will become someone who people want to follow. You will create a list of 23,500 email subscribers who voluntarily opt in to benefit from the brilliance that you routinely share. And you'll have a lot more authority over and power over your upside. And so it doesn't happen overnight. It's a long distance run. So decide that you're going to do it and then get busy. I love it. That is awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Nancy, 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 last question Nancy, before we go. Um, uh, what action, action would you like our viewers to take as a result of today's conversation? Well, I see you have byebyeboringbio.com across the screen. Yes. I want you to run, not walk, <laughs> and go download the preview of the Bye Bye Boring Bio 2020 workbook. And when you read it and love it, I want you to join the Facebook group called Raise Your Voice, Make Your Impact, because very shortly I'm going to be leading a Be the Dream Guest podcast five-day challenge, and I want you to be a part of it so that you can officially drop out of the Get Ready to Get Ready Club and become a media darling starting right now. I love it. The Get Ready to Get Ready Club. <laughs> I love that. Let's drop out. Let's drop out and get going. Okay. So... If, if you're not seeing this live stream, you might be seeing this or hearing this later. We're going to run down all the code of call to action. I think all these are perfect for you to go to, to run to right now. So we're starting with bye bye. Well, you, you tell us. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. You tell uh, us. If you go to byebyeboringbio.com and that's the only thing you do, you will get all the bounty because I will follow up with you and you'll make sure you just go there and you'll be square. That's okay. my advice. Awesome. Awesome. That's my advice. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And my fondest hope is that you love this gift so much that you share it with all the speakers, experts, and authors that you know. It could be the blessing that they've been looking for, an answer to a prayer, so that they can be inspired to get seen, heard, celebrated, and ultimately compensated, even in these challenging times of COVID-19. I love it.
That's 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 great. That's perfect. Perfect, Nancy. I am so glad we got got together, got this figured out today. It's so great to have you here. I'm so honored. And incredible tips today, incredible insights. Please, if you haven't, I mean, if you're if you're joining us right now, just go back and replay. Just go right back and replay it because it's just yeah. And if people stuff. like it, tell you know, reward us with likes, hearts, and shares. Bring yes. more people into Brian's group so that he can build more authority and have other awesome guests to bring to your benefit. You know, we all like to be seen, heard, and celebrated. So bring on the comments, bring on the questions. I'll circle back and answer anything that anyone wants to ask me if there's anybody that wants to pose a question. I per that's perfect. Awesome. Awesome. And I have no other words to share. She she did it. She killed it. Um, I'm, I'm just so grateful. So last thing, but not least, I'm just going to plug my little thing in there. The Facebook, she already did, did it for me. The, the Facebook group is called the Authority Builders Academy. We have weekly trainings there to help you build clarity on what you do as an online business and to develop your authority over time so you can do th great things like Nancy Jetton. All right. So that is it for right now on this episode of The Authority Project. Take care.